Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. <laughs> Welcome to All Things Internet. This is a show where we talk about things that we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet. And I have Emily fact check about 97% of the time. Welcome to a, a normally scheduled episode. Uh, the last week we had an emergency episode where we talked about the Roe versus Wade overturn that the Supreme Court is leaning towards, and uh, are there? And then now it's a normal one. But uh, I'm gonna stop talking because I don't even know what's going on. Hi, I'm in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm Rachel Ballinger, <laughs> and this Yay! is. I'm Emily Brostaff. Where are you? I'm in my childhood home still. Yeah. For another another ten days, and then I go. You hit the road to me. I come to you. Do you yeah. come to me? And then our uh, starting in July, our podcast will be in person. I know we won't have technical difficulties like this anymore. <laughs> um, I love our technical difficulties. I think it adds character, but. How uh, we will uh, be in person and it will be a lot better. But anyway, hi, Emily. How you doing today? Oh, um, it's going to freeze every once in a while just because uh, visually it'll freeze. But audio wise, our, we're recording our microphones separate. So audio, you get a nice sounding episode. My, I just got a notification that my internet connection is unstable. I'm just going to keep talking. All right. Emily... <laughs> How you doing? Am I fro- am I frozen on your end? Nah, you can see it now. You were, but we're good. Oh my god, this is so chaotic. Um, I'm doing good. I'm just tired. But what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> like I need to like wake up. I wish I liked coffee or soda. I can make Ugh. you like coffee. My girlfriend never drank it, and now she drinks uh, cold brews with me in the afternoon. Ooh, I want to be part of the cold brew club the cold brew crew oh that's good <laughs> i love it I like that all right <laughs> am i frozen again <laughs> no i'm just waiting for oh you to talk God. about the news I'll, I'll keep entertaining everyone oh, i'll keep going you, usually usually you're like okay go i was waiting oh, for my cue sorry and scene emily please, <laughs> uh, please inform okay, us so- of what happened this week on the internet Yes, um, I know a lot of people wanted us to cover the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case this week, but after we did our emergency Roe versus Wade episode, I have to admit my capacity to research and write up a story on something I don't really know much about was like at 1%. 
So we're going to save that for next week. The trial goes on for like another three weeks, I want to say. But there's so much information to go over. And you know how I am. I will not report on something that I'm not confident on. So instead, we're going to talk about some positive news. Because that's <laughs> a needed right now. Moment. <laughs> a positive moment. And then we're going to talk about the Met Gala. And then we're going to play a game and then answer some questions. So this is just going to be like a more lighthearted episode. Okay. Sounds good. You're frozen. Oh, sorry. It does. <laughs> also, okay. my brain was frozen because I just had a creative genius idea and it rarely happens. And now I feel like I need to write. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, write it down. I cussed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it I wasn't me for Because I was thinking about. We're both on the struggle I... bus. No, listen. I'm good. Um, I was thinking about Rachel. Am I better than everyone else? <laughs> wow. <I was laughs> anyway, what, were you, what was your thought? I can't tell you all right now. I'll tell you later. You're, you're informed, but sorry. I have to write down a creative thought. This is how I write. I encourage this. Got it. You could just um, Okay, talking. while you write that you down. talking. Yeah. This While you write that everyone. down, every one, I'm gonna go with... mess. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I promise yeah. I'm sober. I'm drinking an iced coffee out of a wine glass, but I promise I'm sober. There's no alcohol involved. Honestly, if the internet was better, this wouldn't even be so chaotic. I kind of like it. It, it adds. Um, all right, so good news for this week. Um, this isn't like so much good news, but like it's just like funny. Um, a woman bought a $35 statue head from her local thrift store in Texas. So she just saw this like, you know, like bust. You know what a butt like yeah. bust is? She saw this like bust. Of, As you do. You know what? Okay, okay. You're frozen, so like I can't see your reaction. This oh, is sorry. Anxiety. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> um, so yeah, she bought. <laughs> I'll actively she listen. bought this thirty-five dollar, thank you, statue head from her local thrift store in Texas, and she brought it home and she had it appraised because she is like an art collector, but she didn't know she had it. I think she had a suspicion, but didn't know for sure. So she brought it home and she had it appraised, and it happened to be a two thousand year old Roman bust. What? So um, how much? Yeah, how much so was this? It was worth? like. She is she's doing the right thing and she's giving it back to the country. So um, she's currently in the process of returning it to Germany where it disappeared following World War Two, which we should be doing with all of our collections. We should be giving them back to the countries that they came from. So she's doing the right thing. But yeah, I, I kept trying to find articles talking about how much it was worth and they wouldn't even like say because she's just giving it back instead of selling it. So wow. Interesting. Um, that's in, that's at a thrift store. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, like, whoever stole it from the country original, like, they just kept passing it down to the point where people, like, didn't even know or, like, at one point the their house was floor closed on because whatever and people just didn't know what it was and, uh, you know, right. grandkids and things and stuff happens. So that's, I mean, considering how old one it is. Of the, one, of the, 
Right. One of the girls I nannied in D.C., she had this beautiful painting in her room. And um, I mean, I always admired it, but like I always just thought it was, you know, something they got at like, I don't know, like home goods. And um, and then I got a closer look to it one day and I could tell it was textured like it wasn't a flat like coffee. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's weird. And as I was like touching it, she comes up and she had just been like playing with makeup and she goes to touch it and she leaves this massive like foundation fingerprint on the painting. And I was like, whoopsie. And just like went to go like clean it off. Uh, I looked it up later. It was like a $6,000 art piece. Oh. And like they had no idea because their grandma sent it to them, but it was an original art piece. And so I immediately took it out of her room and like put it on the third floor. And I was like, no one is touching this. the third floor. A sentence. Yeah. But this oh, the sentence, yeah. the sentence, I took the six thousand dollar art piece out of the little girl's yeah. room and put it on the third floor. It's D.C. OK. Hi. <laughs> God, the Internet. Um, all right. Know. And then an Irish woman. She won a $145 million lottery, and she's already given away over half of her winnings. And her main quote was, I'm addicted to helping people. So go you. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, Scientists this week discovered... Oh, you're so frozen. I literally don't know how to interact. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't want to talk while you're talking because... I I won't talk. I just won't talk. I'll just sit here and enjoy you. Okay, okay. Um, Scientists discovered the genetic cause of lupus, which means they can now start to develop a more targeted treatment, which is amazing. Um, Wait, what is it? What is, sorry, I know I said I would listen. What's the cause? What's the genetic cause? Um, That was way over my head. Got it, sorry. Way over my head. That might have been something simple. I just know that. No, we need Hank Green for that. Oh, um, and then in Texas, scientists have created a protein that breaks down plastic bottles. So they're describing it as a Pac-Man protein that gobbles up plastic and breaks it down. And this could potentially open the door to eliminating billions of tons of landfill waste. So Wait, that's I feel exciting. I feel like I've heard about this before. Like, this isn't the first time that this has been created. Like, I feel like I've heard about that. Why? Yeah, they've been they've been working on it in stages, and this seems this week it seems to be like finalized. Like they're they're Ooh. they're feeling very confident about it. So I don't know how they're gonna roll that out on like a a mass scale, like you know, to to everyone for that for everyone to have uh, access to that technology, but. I, mean, I have so many. So I have so exciting. many questions. I have so many questions. Can we touch it? Where does it go? How do you apply it? That's what I was saying. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Is like where? Because they say gobbles it up, which implies like a living thing. I'm thinking, but I don't think it's. I'm thinking Pac-Man status. Just gobble, gobble. Right. <laughs> but I don't think that's right. Because if it's. Maybe it's just, I don't know. Again, this is way over our heads. I'm just, I'm giving what I got. Um, Okay. Hank Green. uh, That's another Hank Green. Yeah. We need him. We need you in our time of need. Um, Snapchat created a selfie camera that flies around your head. So the social media giant has unveiled Pixie, 
which is a miniature drone that they've dubbed your friendly flying camera. It's $230. It can take off from your hand. Like you can hold out your hand and it'll launch. And um, it has four preset flight paths, including floating, orbiting, and following you wherever you lead. So it's like a little mini drone that will take selfies for you, which honestly, I'm here for. Why? I just want to know who was who came up with this. Like, who was just like, I wish I just had a camera above me right. that just buzzed around. I would. I don't think anyone's going to buy it. It's not going to be a long-term thing. I don't think it's going to take off. Really? I don't think so. I can't imagine. But I want to see. I obviously want to try it, but I don't want to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and our last little good news blurb is there is a chihuahua living in Florida, and it's officially the world's oldest dog. He's 21. His name is Toby Keith, and he is the new Guinness Book of World Records holder for oldest dog. He was born on the 9th of January in 2001. <gasps> what a cutie. Does he look ugly? Did you see a picture of him? Oh, he does not. He looks look like cute. an old dog. Like okay. he just looks like you know. <laughs> Congrats to him. I'm sure. I'm sure to other people he's very cute. Um, oh, that's yeah. an insult. <laughs> that's like a face only a mother could love. No, he just looks like an old Chihuahua, which is fine. I just I'm not a, a big chihuahua fan i'm sorry if that insults anyone i'm sure they're great i just i got bit by one and so i'm a little biased i'm biased i'm gonna admit that i'm being biased okay first step to anything yeah. is it is admitting it thank you yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so there's some positive news everyone look yay a positive, i can be positive <laughs> a positive moment i love it positive moment uh all right so our big topic that we're going to talk about today is the met gala drama um so this year's theme was gilded glamour what does that um, mean which I don't know what they that means. purposely um so gilded means like super wealthy and like obviously glamour means glamour um so that was an interesting choice but <laughs> they came out and said that um a, that they purposely chose this theme because oh now it's saying my internet connection is unstable i can still hear Rachel? you what I what are we doing, doing? <laughs> uh, trying okay, to exist okay. we are trying yeah. our hardest yeah. to exist okay it's not always gonna happen we're not always gonna do it it's, well i, I, I told we'll i told emily in, in july yes i told emily this can be a short podcast because we did our our uh um, our emergency episode so you've, you've already had a long episode of I don't even know how long it ended up being because I gave Emily free reign and shit at the end. Uh, but good. Uh, but this one might have to be a little shorter because we it are was still some... it was still only 45 minutes. Cool. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you look bumped um, about it? So, yeah, I think I'm just lagging. Oh, <laughs> Why are you looking Because you're lagging. Your <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm proud of that. Um, okay. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So Gilded Glamour as the theme. They purposely chose that concept because it leaves. Uh, this is a direct quote. It leaves plenty of room for interpretation and pulls inspiration from New York's Gilded Age when excess and grandiosity defined both the decades and the fashion. So basically, this was like a dress like a, a rich person, which <laughs> interesting choice. So all the rich people okay. just had to dress um, like themselves? I'm so confused. Well, it's like, 
That's like Kourtney Kardashian kind of just showed up and like, and she was like, I didn't understand the theme. You are the theme. You're yeah. fine. You could yeah. show up in a trash bag and you would be the theme. You're yeah. fine. Like, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so there was a f- like a few moments uh, throughout the Met Gala where there was some drama. Um, the first, not the first of the night, but just like the first drama that I'm going to talk about is between uh, Billie Eilish and Cardi B. Um, so Cardi B at some point was performing, I want to say at an after party and you can see Billie Eilish in the crowd. And there was a fan that was standing behind her that was recording Billie Eilish watching Cardi B perform. And you can see Billie turns to like a friend or a manager in the middle of Cardi performing and she mouths, that's so weird. And so the person took that clip of Billy saying that and threw it on the internet. And of course it went viral because people were like, oh, Billy's like insulting Cardi and Cardi, look at this. Billy hates your music and you know, yada, yada, yada. So then apparently they're good friends. So Cardi oh. like reached out to Billy and like sent it to her as a joke and was like, like, you know, so, you know, said something sarcastic. Yeah. And then Billy like voice memoed her back on Instagram. It was like, no, I was so scared you were going to see that clip and take it the wrong way. She was like, I was actually saying that's so weird because I saw several fans shoving phones really close to your butt. And she was like, and I was commenting on how close these fans were shoving their phones like near your nether regions. And Cardi was like, oh, oh I know. I'm just messing with you. And like, so then they, Good. Cardi like screen recorded that whole interaction between them and then posted that on Twitter. And was like, why are you guys always trying to start beef between like me and my friends? And so it, it was, it I'm really up, like, glad that that out. was, be, that was able to be handled at such a mature, yeah. normal level and not just like an immediate beef that happens that, that then Billy has to make a public statement. It was just humans texting or like, right this good we good i like that we good <laughs> yeah because yeah. uh most uh drama is just miscommunication oh for sure yeah um another little drama moment that happened we don't have much information on it but um do you know about the whole olivia rodrigo and sabrina carpenter drama is no olivia rodrigo is the one that wrote the driver's license song yeah is what was it about sabrina carpenter she won't come out and say that it is but it's allegedly it's about her because the whole song is about how you know she had this great love and then they broke up and then he started dating this blonde girl and in olivia's real life um she had this boyfriend they were in love they broke up and then he started dating sabrina carpenter and so the whole internet like put it together it went like the whole theory went viral on tiktok the same time that the the song came out because everyone was trying to figure out who it was about and so supposedly like they hadn't spoken since uh since olivia released driver's license but then i want to say like two months later sabrina carpenter released her own song and it was basically a diss track of Olivia. So again, instead of oh. like, you know, handling this privately, they were making diss tracks about each other. Um, again, none of this was confirmed by them because, you know, why would they? But it was it was pretty clear. And it's so they haven't allegedly. spoken all allegedly. They hadn't spoken like they weren't spotted together. Like they just kept their distance from each other. But um, at the Met Gala, a, a, either a fan or like someone attending, like one of the celebrities attending, took a photo of another celebrity in, um, attending. And in the background of that photo, if you zoom in, you can see Olivia Rodrigo face to face with Sabrina Carpenter. And she has this like 
really mean look on her face. And so, and like no one noticed when this photo of, I can't remember who was the actual like person that this photo was of, but no one noticed because they were too busy looking at the main person. But then the internet started scrolling into the background and they saw that they were like face to face and it looked like allegedly they were arguing. And, but again, they haven't made statements or anything. Um, So I thought, I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm surprised there wasn't more photos of it. Right. I, well, that's why I think because if it had been more than like a 10 second interaction, I feel like everyone would have photographed it. Yeah. So I think, I think in my opinion, this was probably just like a passing by. And honestly, I don't feel like she was probably yelling at Sabrina. I'm, I, if I had to guess she was being polite and being like, oh, hi. And then like moving on. But the way the camera captured it, they probably just happened to capture her face in a certain position. And now the internet's going to blow it up and make theories. Um, but yeah, what, what I wouldn't give to be a fly on the wall and listen to whatever that 10 second conversation was, man, I wish I was just there at the, the, just any carpet thing. Cause it always seems glamorous mm-hmm. with the shots, but like it's a mess and people are just yelling and screaming cause of just like photographers and stuff. It's an it's entertaining thing to see. Right. Oh, and you I have bet. all, yeah. you have all these famous rich people there. Oh, Right. Right. Yep. Well, and then speaking of famous wait. and rich. Um, wait. Kim- oh. Wait. I have to check to see if we have a sponsor for it today. Sponsor. Sponsor. Hey there. This is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, sorry, you may continue. Oh, good. Um, so Kim Kardashian got in a bit of trouble because she – I want to get this story right. I read lots about it, but my brain is functioning on about 2% right now. Um, she reached out to Ripley, like Ripley, believe it or not, and asked if she could wear one of Marilyn Monroe's very iconic dresses that they happened to have in their museum or like yeah. in their store. Like they had it – like Ripley owned it. Um, yeah. And so she reached out to them and said it was – it was the dress Marilyn Monroe wore when she was singing um, uh, President Kennedy when she was singing him his happy birthday song, which okay. led to like a lot of drama back in the day. And because that's kind of like that's kind of when not when, but like it, it kind of solidified the rumors that JFK and Marilyn Monroe had an affair is when she sung this song to him. And it was like very sexy and sensual. And like that's when all the rumors got lost. So it's a very iconic dress. And so okay. Kim Kardashian reached out to Ripley's and said, how would you feel about loaning me this dress for the Met Gala? And of course, like it was it was wild what I read. Like she had to have a representative from Ripley's like escort her to make sure like nothing happened to the dress. And like they had to go through all of these like 
legal things. Like it was like they had multiple Whoa. day meetings and like whatever. But, you know, yeah, what Kim K wants, Kim K gets. And so she ended up being allowed to wear the dress. But what happened was, and this is like the drama, what happened was is they wouldn't let her try it on, right? Because they said, you get one time to wear it. You get to wear it at the Met Gala. You basically get to wear it up the stairs, through the red carpet, and then you have to take it off at the bottom of the stairs and change into something different, and then we're going to take it back. So basically, you're allowed to be photographed in it for about 15 minutes, but you don't get to eat dinner in it. You don't get to hang out in it. Fair. That's that's fair. Yeah. Um, And so because they wouldn't let her try it on, they hired the seamstress, like top-of-the-line seamstress, to come in and recreate the dress so that they could make sure she could fit into it because they weren't going to make alterations to it because it's – it's an like, why would you do that for no. 15 minutes of photos? Yeah. So the, a, seam, a seamstress came in, completely recreated it, like stitch by stitch, and then had um, Kim K try it on, uh, like the, the the duplicate fit perfectly. You know, they, they were like, okay, you're good to go. Well, the day of the Met Gala run, like, you know, rolls around, she goes to change into the actual dress and not the duplicate, and they can't zip it up. And it's because the seamstress used, a, used a, like a different material because back when Marilyn Monroe wore it, the very very different textiles back then and the 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 textiles that the seamstress now used were a little stretchier so when kim k went to go put the dress on they couldn't zip it up and so she was like freaking out actually no i'm sorry all right let me correct myself she tried it on two weeks before the met gala right so just to make sure tried it on two weeks before couldn't get it zipped up so this is where the big controversy comes in She's on the red carpet. She's fitting now into the iconic dress. She's telling this story about how the seamstress like messed up with the materials or like it just didn't even occur to her, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, she they were having this whole struggle two weeks ago. She almost didn't fit into it. And then she says something along the lines of like, I had to go on this crazy crash diet in order to fit into this dress. And I lost 16 pounds in two weeks and was like bragging about it. And no. so she would like... I know. Immediately, she got backlash for that. And then that's when her personal, like, trainer came forward and made a statement to TMZ. And he said, um, like, through hard work and dedication and a strict diet, like, Kim K was able to do this the natural, healthy way. And, like, you guys need to stop ragging on her. Like, she did it the right way. I'm sorry. But there's No. no, like, you cannot be healthy and lose 16 pounds in two weeks. No. Like, that is impossible to do that in a healthy manner. No, that is like, starving yourself. That is literally starving yeah. yourself, which is so bad for your body. That right. is terrible. Right. And that is and not like something just, to promote. Like, to just stand on the red carpet and be like, oh, yeah, I, ha, ha, I didn't fit into it. So I, I had to force myself to lose 16 pounds. Like, for that to not even occur to her, like, how dangerous that is to talk about when you have that amount of power and influence. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you... Where's your where's your PR guy? Come on. <laughs> like that's just going to make girls who don't won't fit in their wedding dress or their prom dress think it's okay to starve themselves and they're going to pass out. They are they're going to people are not going to do well because that's so bad for you. I hate that. That's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a very and again, it could have been like it could have just slipped out. I mean, I say stuff all the time that I don't mean to and I have the luxury of being, being able to edit before I post anything online. So like, I'm gonna give her a slight pass and say like maybe it just popped out and she didn't mean it and like, 
like I know I know that she meant it as in like it it was facts, but like maybe like I don't know. I'm just trying to be nice, but yeah, yeah, you don't have to. She shouldn't have said it. (laughs) Like she knew where that story was leading. She knew. True. So it wasn't like she accidentally said a word she wasn't supposed to say. True. Yeah, I think I think for them though, because their whole the entire reason they have their empire that they do is because they are attractive and wealthy women. So maybe to her, it doesn't even occur. Like when you're in that like headspace for what, like 10 years, keeping up with the Kardashians was like 10 years. I, I have say. no idea. Like, and you're told every day that like you're, I know, I, 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 I would watch it, but I don't have like cable. Um, and well, I know the new ones on streaming, but anyway, um, maybe it's just so ingrained to her that this is like normal culture of like losing weight and doing what you have to to look pretty and like you know maybe it just didn't occur to her that this was like a dangerous thing but like come on yeah come on yeah yeah oh unfortunate okay i did so that was it for for well for the drama that i'm going to talk about at the met gala but i did want to ask your opinion because i'm very curious my friend and i were arguing about this the other night do you think influencers should be attending functions like the Met Gala? Why not? Strictly influencers. Why? I'm just getting your opinion. Um, who Who is the Met Gala supposed to be? Is there a rule? For, for celebrities. It was originally for actors and actresses. So And models. Singers? And like high powerful people yeah singer yeah it's just very like high powerful celebrities okay um i mean why not influencers that was kind of my argument because my argument is like influencers are our generation and below's celebrities like sorry my dad can drink water and it's gonna be obnoxious no that's fine i'm you're like there's people there are influencers who have bigger followings and bigger uh dedicated like mega fans than a lot of singers or actors or actresses or politicians or models or whatever. Um, I think people, the only reason people would be against influencers is because people hate them because that they're successful at doing something that looks easy. It looks like people think like influencers don't have talent or they're just annoying or whatever. It does. It takes creativity. It takes dedication. It takes hard work to be here. And people think of it as a less than thing. Like people don't. And I think that's really messed up. I mean, not just because of like, yeah. I don't think I'm any sort of status to be at a Met Gala, but I know a lot of influencers who have gone that work their butt off and are very, very famous. Like I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't be there. It's people don't respect it as a job. People don't respect it as a career, which doesn't make any sense because influencers have worked very hard to get where they are. So I don't know why people would say it's not, it's like not fitting. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just the way that our world and our media is changing. And I think older generations, even people in our generation, I think are having a hard time accepting that the influencers are invading this, not even invading, they're like in being incorporated into the celebrity space. But it's because that they are like influencers. When you get to a certain point, you are celebrities to yeah. our generation and below. 
So like, I, th- I think that's where the, the divide is, is they're not understanding how these influencers that they believe just, you know, dance in front of the camera twice a day and get millions of dollars. Like, they don't believe that they've earned the right to celebrity status. But like, that's the way our media is these days. Like, who yeah. who in Gen Z, like, and feel free to comment and tell me, but like, who in Gen Z, my, I'm going to, my dog. All right. Who well, in here, Gen Z actually let's... like obsesses? Let's pause. Let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today while your dog drinks some water. Sponsor, sponsor. You You were saying something. Yes. Sorry. My, I was telling Rachel, my dog is very obsessed with my dad. And if she can hear him, but can't access him, she just whines and whines and whines. And I don't, I don't know what this microphone picks up. So I don't want to annoy anyone. That's fine. Um, But yeah, I think I think what the problem is, is our generation and up is having a really hard time accepting that but influences. you were saying, correct you if you're wrong, but is anyone in Gen oh, Z? Oh, right. Right. I personally don't know anyone in Gen Z that obsesses over movie and TV stars as much as they do over internet influencers. Yeah. The so only, it's almost like that culture is the only exceptions like slightly are like fading Tom- out. Yeah, the only exceptions are Harry Styles, Tom Holland, and like the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. And and right. Zendaya. Oh, love her. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like I feel like younger generations are more obsessed with and like yeah, follow more closely with internet celebrities than they do like Hollywood celebrities. Yeah. And so, and I feel like Hollywood celebrities are having a hard time like letting them into their space um, because there was allegedly there was a moment that was caught on camera where Ken Kendall Jenner I think it was Kendall Jenner and um, is it Gigi Hadid I don't know is that I know there's Bella Bella and oh that's so bad one of the Hadid sisters and Kendall Jenner were sitting on a couch and someone caught Kendall Jenner doing this like very specific arm pose when the camera was pointed on her and then started like laughing and then the Hadid sister started like laughing and being like come on like and trying to get her to stop doing it and the internet of course within five seconds put it together that she was mimicking Addison Rae on the carpet in front of the cameras because Addison Rae did this very familiar pose with her arms and so now it's like allegedly you know that uh that's that so Jenner was making up. fun of this influencer why why do people not like stop bullying stop trying to make it a cool kids club and like it's so high school stop right. it stop it right sorry it's just like I'm sorry but I don't know maybe I'm gonna get hate for this but like I feel like Addison Ray has worked just as hard as Kendall Jenner like they were both very lucky where they got handed something like Addison Ray, she stumbled into TikTok fame but now like I feel like and I don't even like follow her so I'm not like a, a an Addison Ray stan but like I feel like I see how much she posts and I see like you know the marketing that she's doing and like the brands that she's you know going out and grabbing and like Kendall that's exactly what you're doing yeah it's exactly what you're doing so like why are you making fun of her yeah it's I don't know I hate that yeah I hate that so um, much that's unfortunate all right, all right. Yeah. is that everything? that's it for our news yeah all right cool well um do you have a game or a question or do you want to just oh. leave no no I'm, I'm actually like a little more awake now oh okay <laughs> 
I, but my mom was asleep and my dad was working, so I had no one to talk to before we got on Zoom. And this is how I wake up is social interaction. So I'm good to go now. I figured. Um, yeah. So I have a game for you. All right. It's called, oh, it's, well, I, I come up with the titles and I, I thought it was good. It's called, oh, yeah, I read that online once. It, that sounded worse when it came out of my mouth. It sounded very witty in my head. And then when I just said it, anyway, um, so I'm going to read I'm going to read you what I consider to be a pretty common fact that's been circulating online for years, and you're going to have to guess whether it's true or not, and I fact check all of these. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, the first fact that's been floating online forever, is it true or false that you taste different things on different parts of your tongue? For example, you have one portion of your tongue that ta- is in charge of tasting sour, one portion in charge of tasting salt. I'm going to say true because I remember in seventh grade, a teacher explaining this. Same, but it's false. I thought so because as a human being, I've put stuff and I'm like, this tastes the same on every part of my tongue. I don't know what they're talking about. So the fact that a teacher was talent, I'm done. Same. Yeah. Same. Like it was like sixth or seventh grade science class. Yeah. I remember the tongue chart where they like divided everything. But yeah, no, it's false. You do. You don't have different regions specialized for different tastes on your tongue. It's all the same. Thank God. Because I thought Um, I was weird. All right. True. (laughs) My tongue is broken. (laughs) Um, All right. True or false. Dolphins sleep with one eye open. False. It's true. They shut down half their brain at a time for sleep so the other half can look out for predators. So whatever half of their brain is still on, that eye is also open. Weird. A little creepy. It's a little creepy creep. Yeah, it is a little creepy. Yeah, close your um, eyes. This one's a good one. Cl- close them. Come on Stop now. It. Stop. Stop, Stop right looking now. at me. It's freaking weird. <laughs> Just. Um, all right. You can see the Great Wall of China from space. It's true. Mm-mm. You can't even see it from low orbit. No astronauts have ever reported seeing human-made objects from space. It all started because um, a news reporter back in, I want to say, like, early 2000s was hyperbolizing when he was reporting. And he was like, it's so big, you can see it from space. And then for some reason, this took off. And I've been seeing this online for years that these astronauts can always see, you know, the Great Wall of China. But nope, they, no one's wow. ever reported being able to. And they look for it. You just can't see it. Wow. Um, uh, this is one that we've we've always been told. It takes seven years for your body to digest one piece of swallowed gum. Oh, that's false. Yeah, it comes out in a matter of hours or days. <laughs> yeah. Why? Um, why do we try and tell people not to swallow gum then? I don't know. Like I have a Maybe fear our of it. We're like just trying to. Oh, same. Even though I know. It'll just come right out. I, still, I'm like, what if this is it? What if this is the one time? It just gets stuck. <laughs> right. Um, uh, okay, Walt Disney's body is cryogenically frozen. False. Yeah. I thought it was true. Up until I fact-checked, I thought it was true. Oh, I thought um, that was always But they false. say that... I'd always heard there was a, a cryogenics lab under Disney World. And then that he built for himself because he, I mean, this part is true. He was a huge, um, like science, like futuristic science theorist. And he, he did say several times that he believes that in the future years, we'll, if people are cryogenically frozen, that, that they'll be able to, scientists will be able to unfreeze them and bring them back. And so, yeah. Um, 
So, oh, oh, and the rumor started because the president of the Cryonics Society of California told the Los Angeles Times that Walt Disney had inquired about the process. So, okay. I'm just saying, where's where's his body? How do we know? Let me see it. How do we? Let me on. see. <laughs> Let me see it. <laughs> um. Okay. On average, you swallow eight spiders a year in your sleep. I read that a lot, so I'm going to say true, but I don't think it is. Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, several scientists have said if a sleeping person has their mouth open, which you and I are both open mouth sleepers, ah, wide open. I'm just, yeah. You could drive um, a semi truck in there. I can park it. <laughs> um, scientists say if people are sleeping with their mouth open, they're likely snoring and creating vibrations that warn spiders of danger and scare them off. Um, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna say this is 25% fact checked. I'm gonna say this is zero percent fact checked. But you know what I read where this started was I read that this whole rumor started because we have been told this since we were children that you swallow eight spiders. It's like fact. Yeah. Your mom's like, yeah, you swallow eight spiders a year. It's like a like, snapple lid get- fact. Like it's just what it is. Yeah, get used to it. Yeah. Extra extra protein. Sure. Come on. Um, but I read, uh, I think it was like BuzzFeed or something a few years back, that this whole rumor started because a, a female scientist um, in the U.S. wanted to prove how quickly rumors get, like, indoc- like uh, rumors get adapted into truth. Yeah. And so she started this rumor to see how fast it would circulate and how fast people would start to believe it. Mm. And now it's like one of the most commonly believed that- made up facts and on the internet who was it that like uh so, someone got their ribs removed so they could satisfy themselves orally marilyn Ma- marilyn Ma- manson i say that again there was a rumor that i heard back in california my girlfriend heard on the east coast like everyone knew this rumor growing up it's completely fact that i think it was marilyn uh, got his ribs removed so he could pleasure himself orally Everyone heard this. Rumor. I heard that too. I don't know if it's true. It's not. It's physically impossible. Your your ribs are there to, like you. Without your ribs, you're done. It is the biggest lie. And for some reason, East Coast to West Coast, everyone heard this growing up. And I have no idea how because we didn't have the internet like we do now. I don't know why people knew th- like thought this. I heard he got one removed, like like one on each side, so that he yeah. could bend over easier. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's all false. Look at you! <laughs> oh my god! I, wow! I participated right. in the game. Um, all right, my last one I have for you is that blood is blue in your body until it hits the air and is oxygenated and turns red. Uh, I thought it was purple. Uh, you froze. What'd you say? Oh, I thought it was purple. Oh. <laughs> what color is well, it? Are we are we going with true or false? I was going, it's like a dark, dark um, red. It's, dark it's all red in your body. Yeah, I heard it was like, because when I know when they take yeah, the vials of it out and it hasn't touched oxygen, it's just a deep, deep, deep color. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they, they say um, the tissue covering your veins affects how the light is absorbed and scattered, which is why the blood circulating your well, why your veins look blue is because it absorbs oh. and reflects refracts light at a certain. So it's all red and it's all like everything's red. But yeah, yeah. the way your your body refracts that light to you. So, yeah. All right. Well, I like that game. Cool. Was... I'm glad we, we cleared some of that up. Yeah. <laughs> God, you don't swallow the spiders. You can swallow the gum. 
and don't have rubes to re- remove so you can swallow yourself. <laughs> Too far. Wrong podcast. I'm going to take that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take that clip when I'm editing, and that's going to be my new ringtone. <laughs> you can't swallow the spiders. You can swallow the gum, and you can remove ribs to swallow yourself. You can't remove ribs to swallow yourself. <laughs> I clearly learned a lot from this episode. Oh, I think that is it today, though. I think that's the end of this. Right. Uh, thank you. If you listen to this all the way through, I applaud you for sticking around because this was a mess. Um, I sure Emily will try and clean it up as much as she can post. But uh, you're, you're a true you're a true fan if you stayed the whole way. Um, we will be back next week unless there's an emergency for some reason. But Oh, they burped it. Um, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Emily, think, do you have anything else to add? Or uh, saying bye. Can you hear me at all? You've been frozen for like 30 seconds, but I love you all. Oh, there it is. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Sometimes investigative podcasts tell stories that seem almost too weird to be true. So just how wild can a fiction podcast following that same format get? You can find out on Conference Call, a Paradiso Media production presented by Realm. Conference Call follows journalist Charlotte Dunn as she uncovers the story of two entrepreneurs, the Toad Bros, Pieced together from the hilariously cringeworthy phone calls within their company, Charlotte details the incompetence, fraud, and betrayal of this eccentric pair and their unwitting partner who was just looking for her big break in Silicon Valley. Starring Elizabeth Henstridge, Jeff Ward, Gregory Stees, and Emma Roberts, and featuring guests like Karen Gillan, Beck Bennett, Dimi Dijuibe, and many more, Conference Call blends the workplace weirdness of The Office with the cadence of a true crime podcast. Be sure to listen and subscribe to Conference Call wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at realm.fm.